0: I know I don't usually come on Sunday nights, but you know what? Um, Had some things going on this weekend. Shout out to my son. Um, Let's send love and light to my son that he gets better. Got injured on the job. So that's why y'all didn't get y'all fun fun, fluffing Friday and your sippin' stir Saturdays. But that's okay. Um, I'm here tonight because we're going to make this the FNF Red Flags and Karma Edition of the hot deja experience. Um, those of you who don't know what FNF is, fuck nigga free. So, Lizzo, bring us in, baby. Let's get it.
1: I'm Let's go. i Tia Nia. not Nazanine. i don't know how to Bitch like me, like me And I don't care what your friends say What we have, like Jay and Beyonce Or what's all the tree, Like seat in the phantom, sippin' that, that lean We
0: fight like pop star, pop star. We sex like four stars. Star. I say Hey, one time for the old school It's Sunday It's Sunday We gonna put some little game out there, let's go uh I- just a <laughs> Okay. Let's go, Flames.
1: Ask him, not Try That is
0: to say who. again that's a little game for you man you better understand (laughs) this is a Sunday night pop-up pod of the Hot D. Johns Experience I'm your girl Kiwi305954 and this is the Hot D. Johns Experience podcast show the Sunday pop-up edition special edition and uh we're gonna name this the fnf red flags and karma edition fnf for those who don't know is fuck nigga free there's a lot of them that are releasing themselves of years of baggage years of trauma years of trying years of of building years of believing and hoping years taking away for their lives in the name of of love. And we here tonight are going to dedicate it to the red flags that may have saved them some of the time Amen. The time that had been wasted during this season of their life, because now they are starting a new season and they did it at a perfect time because this is the beginning of harvest. Yes. Beginning of the new harvest, you know, fall, those of you who don't know, that means that means the beginning of new harvest, new fruits, new vegetables, new life, harvest, a new harvest ever among us. And those who decided to cleanse themselves of the toxicity, and the um, immorality that they had endured over the times—we're talking Tia Mori. we're talking about Nazanin with Mac- Miguel, we're talking Giselle with Tom—the vanity of it all. The, you know, you love the ball more than you love the family. You know, the double jelly of it all. <laughs> uh, Christian Rock. Uh, hopefully coming to the senses, but you know she didn't even come to the senses. But we were going to talk about all of that tonight. Um, yeah, so that was just a little game right there for the fellas, because if you are tricky, well, who making love to your old lady while you are making love? And this um, is the first time listening to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You have not just been invited to the barbecue. You've been welcomed into the family. You are now officially a flame. Why are you a flame? Because I am your host of the Hot D. John Experience Kiwi 305. And you keep us lit. And we stay 10 toes down in this shit. Yes, we do. Even on a Sunday. I hope y'all don't win and praise the Lord. I sure did. Gave your praises. Gave all of your thanks. Those of you who are not into Real Housewives of Potomac. Or, or want to put that on a DVR. And holler at your girl over here. And, um I love to have you. <laughs> I know I'm coming on a little late. Like I said it was a pop up pod. Shout out to Cassius. Um, we are going to be doing our episode, unfortunately, like I said in the beginning, there was an issue uh, with my son, my son did get injured on the job, so I had family issues to take care of, you know how I am here, family first, you know, I don't do it for the gram, I do it for the family, feel me, so, um, you Know, love and light to him, and everything is going great there. So, just thought I'd pop on in here because with all of these breakups going on, you know, it's cutoff season, they, they they turn and cut everything in the world is starting to change. You know, um, the things that we used to do, we don't do no more. And it is, it's, um, it's, it's a lot going on, a lot of things, a lot of things. It seems like it's changing, you know, and this was one of them. One of them um, is, they just all with the bullshit. No, no, no. Women are not with the bullshit. And yes, you have the, the ride of dyers. And we're going to be putting that this disclaimer out there, of course. Oh, and speaking of disclaimers, let me put my disclaimer out right now before we get the podcast started. Before we get this episode started, I should say. Um, please understand that you can take this as fact or fiction. It's up to you. All I know is I will communicate it in perfect diction. That means that this commentary is for entertainment purposes only. Unless you feel like it's that real shit, then you can roll with it, mean with it, rock with it. Okay, <laughs> okay. But since um, let's go ahead and put our little theme out there for tonight. Glorilla, come on, bring the uh the ladies on in. <laughs>
1: go, oh, oh right. equal, 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 hey. Oh God, I'm still on. Are e full free. freak? Mia, Tia,
0: Nazanin, you know what I mean. Giselle, are you off very well? We'll
1: see, we'll see. Are you full nigga free? Oh, yeah. hey. Full nigga free. That means I ain't got a word about a full and I'm S cheek N G Now i hanging out the window with my ratchet ass frame I'm nigga freak That means I ain't got a word about a full nigga cheek N G Now i hanging out the window with my ratchet ass frame
0: there you go those of you who don't know what FNF means those of you who don't know what red flags mean I don't know to tell you in trouble red flags mean some warnings that could have possibly happened throughout the courtship that would have allotted them the time amen to come to a better conclusion in the uh, decision to move further and forward with said mate okay so, <laughs> that's why it is
1: I-F-N-F.
0: Okay. <laughs> Red flags. Okay. Red flags. And karma addition Why is it karma addition? Because um, it is the karma of ign- ignoring and also we have a little something I might throw in there um, that might be a little touchy so, I want to see if it's possible that it was karma that may have necessarily caused that person to have their situation. Now, that's a bonus. If we get to it, then I will reveal what that bonus is. But guess what? You have to listen to the end in order to know if it's going to be in. You feel me? Make sure you follow your girl, Hot D. Johns, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S, on Instagram, on Twitter, And on YouTube, that's H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. On Facebook, The Hot D. Johns Experience. Make sure you follow and like it. Follow and like. Follow and subscribe. I'm trying to build my numbers. I'm going to start back getting on YouTube, but I need to see that you guys are really going to subscribe and be there waiting and willing to get that work. Okay? You might even see a big girl twerk. Shout out to Lizzo, okay? (laughs) Now... Before we get started, let me go ahead and put out a disclaimer for all of the fellas who feel like this is going to be some type of drag, rag, roast toast, because I know I have a lot of fellas that listen to the um the podcast, so this is not a diss to you. If you're a good dude, you're taking care of business, hey, uh, only a hit dog holler, uh, 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 so if you get hit by one of these cars... Just understand that that's, you know, it was it was meant for you. But if you don't get hit by one of these cars that we discussed tonight, then it wasn't meant for you. You know, so don't take this as male bashing. Um, I'm going to be very fair. Um, I'm going to be very discreet with my comments. No, I'm telling that a lot. I mean, y'all don't tell this for the real. <laughs> Let me start playing. But I'm definitely not going to be dragging. We are going to be. Um, discussing and I'm going to be giving commentary on each situation and you're going to see there are going to be some similarities to these situations. It's going to make you think, you know, is it possible that there's an issue with the ride or die? Is this finally the death or the ride or die? Have these situations, have these men in these relationships that we will be discussing tonight, have they ruined it? Have they ruined the ride or die chick. Is this the death of the ride or die? I think that's what I need to name this. You know, Sunday pop up edition, death of the ride or die. Okay. So without further ado, I want to see if my girl got something to say to you.
1: Hang it up. Every time it was supposed to be ride or die and die. Every time it was ride or die die. Every time I died, it was never ride. It was just die. And I'm not doing it no more. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't ask me to be no ride or die, baby. My ride or die days are over. Hang it up. Every time it was supposed to be ride or die, then die. Every time it was ride or die, I die. Every time I die, it was never ride. It was just die. And I'm not doing it no more. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't ask me to be no ride or die. Okay. So those of you don't understand what's about to happen.
0: Okay. You have just been forewarned. This is the death of the ride or die. There is no or die. These are some beautiful women. They are successful women. They are great mothers. No one's ever dragged them or heard nothing about them in the streets. It's like check, 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 check. Every last one of these dudes I said, yeah, they can cook. I seen them Cory and Tia right there on home for Thanksgiving. Wonderful damn Thanksgiving dinner. Check, 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 check. And still, the result is yes, it's over. The kids are gone. Okay? Too much, too little, too late. So let's get our show started tonight with said couple. Let let let's let's say let's say um, Tia and Corey for no no let's go ahead and go ahead and get on with Tia and Corey. I, I don't want to say nothing. Let's start with said with a couple. Okay, so you got Tia Maury from Sister Sister and Corey Hardick. Corey Hardick is from the shy recently, but Corey done did like. I don't know, maybe 180, 60, I don't know. So when he done did movies, he done did TV shows. People be trying to pay on the man head top, but he has been out here doing some work. He hasn't always been like some full-time at-home father. And when he was, from my understanding, that was what it was. Okay, so um, when I saw them on there, um, special on own. Uh, for Thanksgiving, I want to say it was during the pandemic, I, so I want to say it was like maybe a couple of years ago when they did it. So you can check me on that. I didn't go that deep into my research; I should have. So apolog- I apologize if I don't have exact like at least a year of that. But it was a Thanksgiving dinner show, and I want to say it was around 2020 or 2019 or so, and they were doing the dinner. And I mean, she—they was doing it up. Okay, they had some good little, um, you know, little twists on on the. Thanksgiving meals. They had little twists on the little recipes, on the traditional recipes and all of this. It seemed like they were very engaged with one another. Um, they seemed to be, you know, on point. But I always look, I was I always looked at him like he looked like a player that just took my little baby tea and just spat it up, flipped it and rubbed it
1: down and oh no,
0: you know, it's just I always looked, every time I saw them together, it was like he too much for her. I just always felt like that, or or she wanted, you know. She's like, you know, the the little bad teacher that jumped up on top of the the freaking um, you know. Oh, that's my sugar pie. That you know, I mean, cherry pie or whatever. The little rock and roll video, like the teacher with the glasses, and slash the glasses off and threw her hair down, and she got the short skirt, and she dancing and winding up for the the, the students and shit. And I I just always it's either that or. Corey is a bad man that got him a good girl that he know that, you know, he don't, you know, put it on her, you know, and that's where it's going to be. So every time I saw them, that was what I felt. And then I'm like, OK, well, she like? it. I love it because it's been going on for a while. But it was like, hmm. And then I saw them one time when they were um, interviewing them. And I don't know. I, I want to say it was GMA or something like that. One of those type shows. If it was a GMA, so if it was a GMA, please don't come at me. Don't shoot the manager. I'm, you know, I'm, I said if, but it was one of those type shows, and you know they were interviewing and they were saying, you know, how they, you know, make it work with them and both them being in the industry and this and that. And she was like, well, I what I think is, and then he looked like he was like, could you let me finish? And she, was, ooh. You could tell she like shut down. Now there's one other couple and you know, don't come for me Matt. Don't come for me because I know your ass, you know, you're on the cray cray side. I'm talking about you Matt Barnes. But there was one girl I saw him make an appearance on Basketball Wise. And they were in the kitchen and cooking and stuff like that and she was, you know, going along doing the little play play. This is reality. It's just happening off the cuff but this is really scripted type shit. And Matt went in and Matt was like, you know, his face started twitching on you. Know when those jaws started twitching on when you see them jaws jumping, she those are mean niggas. When you see them jaws jumping, you saw mean niggas. And you saw little jaw jumping, and he was like, you know, he cut her off. And she was like, uh, uh, and she was trying to act like she was leaning in, like for him to hug her and kiss her, but she was really flinching. Okay, I was like, uh, is it me or do anybody else see this bitch flinching on the TV? Okay, so there are signs that you will see with couples, that you can see she's putting on for the city. She's putting on for the screen. She's putting on for the family. Okay, because I don't want to look like I'm a failure. And this is coming from a woman's point of view. I don't want like a failure that I couldn't hold a man and that I couldn't, you know, maintain my wifehood. I don't want to be that girl. So that being said, a lot of times that's what happens. The woman will intend to stick in there because she does not want to be looked at as a failure. She wants to be looked at as I'm a winner. I was able to stick it in and be like Memo and them and be that 40 year old. Memo and them dealt with whole families and whole... Holes on the other side of town, like Meemaw dealt with a schedule, she knew that uh, Clarence was gonna be gone on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturday, but he gonna be right back there in time for church Sunday morning because they gave me looking crazy when they go to church Sunday morning because if she, Meemaw, show up at the church with the kids, with our Clarence, people gonna be looking, it's gonna be a scandal even though the people in the church know that Clarence got a whole hole and a whole other family across town they gonna pretend because they go, oh, when he showed up because they say that a man that shows up every night hey you got a good one that's what the word is and that's what the old school has always taught us so let's get back with Tia and Corey here's the thing now how did they meet what are some of the things about them that may have been red that should have been like a, a red flag or danger or aunt, aunt, caution, aunt, aunt, caution 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 okay um. Well, first of all, when he was 19, he moved from Chicago to Inglewood, okay, Inglewood, California. Now he moved in, I think, to an efficiency or something like that, a studio. No furniture, no bed. This is sounding like a and Phaedra. you know? He came up out of prison. He was in the little room, and the room I had was I had the air mattress. She met him, gave him some on the air mattress because I'm gonna show you I'm a real one, even though I know I'm a a, a famous, um, a successful ass attorney out here i'm gonna stick you some ass on the air mattress because i'm gonna show you i'm that bitch i'm down like that i'm not gonna judge you by your situations or your circumstances i'm gonna judge you by your potential bullshit bull sticks ladies listen okay so uh, he was there he was he went out there He started actually, he got a job, he started working, he ended up getting um, unemployment. Now once he started collecting unemployment, that was around um, like nineteen, 2000 or so. 2001. He lost a job. He ended up collecting unemployment. But unfortunately, once um, California did some investigating, they found out he was not due unemployment. Either one of of several things happened, because in Florida, that don't shit don't happen. You're going to get this unemployment once we confirm and approve your ass unemployment we will stack your cheese for three four five seven ten months waiting on whatever because your uh, um your employer might decide to contest you filing for unemployment then you got to wait to be scheduled for a mediation and then once you're scheduled for the mediation then the mediator got to listen to both sides and then they got to a certain amount of time to determine if they're going to go on your side or the other side. Then you got time to appear. So there is shit that happens here in Florida. So I don't know how the hell. But that's California. So I guess they say give it to his ass. We'll catch him later. <laughs> I don't know. But it was like um, $3,600. 3626 So it was like $3,600 that he had to pay back to the state that he did not pay for un- um, earned unemployment. At that time it started gaining interest. Okay, so now while he and that, you got sister sister going on. You got Tia Tamara doing their thing, okay? So he goes for the Hollywood horror movie. Now the Hollywood horror movie, Tia and Tamara was in it. He was also in that movie. And at that time, T.M. Tamara was popping. This is after sister sister, you know, they doing it big. They got their things going on. Okay. So they end up leaving uh one of the the, the shoots and He's sitting on a bus stop. You know, like LL goes, Cool J said, sitting on the bus stop, sucking on the lollipop. Once he starts stopping, it's hard to make the hottie stop. <laughs> he, Tia he said she need her roundaway boy. That's a roundaway boy. So she saw the little roundaway boy on the damn bus stop. And it's like, oh, I can see her too. She's so sweet, man. And I'm not saying Tamira's not sweet. Tamir's sweet too. So Tamira got her little Brad, uh, uh William, a uh, uh uh Josh. She got her one of those, okay? She was like, girl, I'm not gonna play with these Negros, cause I know we were built different, we were raised different. We're Tia and Tamara. Come on, Tia. You know they're going to take advantage of us. Come on, don't be crazy. Okay, she tried to warn her. I can see her warning. I can see Tamir trying to warn her. Just come on over here to the light side. But that's my opinion. I digress. So, they are And she was probably saying, oh... Isn't he cute? Go ahead. Let's give him. Hey, where are you going? Oh, I'm going over here, Inglewood, to this um studio where I have no furniture, no bed, no juice, no water, probably no damn lights. You know, just out here, just trying to make it, trying to be a man, man up and, and build myself. Oh, well, come on. Let me give you a ride. We'll give you a ride home. No problem. Okay. So then he ended up asking her for a date. Okay. And once they went on a date, it was over and it was too late so they started dating and um i think at that time she was 25 and he was 23. not too bad so you know we're not gonna deal with the age because the age is right in the age group and if y'all don't understand age um groupings check out the new age groupings you will be shocked that what's included in your specific age group because a lot of y'all like to use the old word I hear, oh, 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 but you do know that 35 to 55 is an age group. I said what I meant. 25 to 34 is an age group. That's a big, you'll see, oh my God, that's a big gap, there's no way. A uh, way, that's an age group. So be careful who you call it old because niggas, you might be grouped up in them damn with your numbers. Your number might be grouped up with their number. So your ass old too. <laughs> okay? So they started dating or whatever. She was like, you know, he was great. She had a, her, her, you know, a beautiful kiss. Um, I believe maybe a year in, she ended up losing her virginity to him. Okay? Uh, once she lost her virginity to him, um, they started dating. And six years later, which was like 2008, um, on April 20th, they became married. Okay. So after they married, three years later, they had Cree. Yeah, some beautiful kids. I can tell you that. They had Cree. And then um, at five years after that, like 2016, they ended up renewing their vows. You know, you know we're going to be good. I'll be good to you, good to you, good to you. Then they ended up having Cairo in 2018. So she was going good. So I, if I, I'm not mistaken, I believe it was 2019 they did that Thanksgiving special, 2019 or 2020. It, I want to I say it was during the time we were all in quarantine, so I really want to say it was 2020, but um, in any event um, there were interviews during this time because you're going to say, well, where are the red flags? Well, the first red flag was I want you to pay attention he was a struggling actor she was an established actress he was a little bit younger than her she was older than him she was already established, he was finding his way okay It seemed like they were going all good. But all throughout these years, you know what I know. Those of you who know TNTMA, you've always heard rumblings and whisperings of him cheating. Okay? It's always been. He's always denied it, but it's always been stated. Okay? With co stars on his shows, in his movies, and everything. Okay? Now next red flag you can think of or next warning you can say is after they got married next thing you know once he started his, his um, career started picking up let's, not, let's keep it real like I said he did a lot of projects but let's keep it real his shit started picking up after he got with Tia so she's busy she might be on one coach film and some shit he on one coach film some shit she even said it in an interview at a point they had to schedule they scheduled sex He was like, you know, it didn't matter to him by being home with the kids sometimes. You know, it works for them. It's their family dynamic. They work together as a team and all this. Listen to this shit. This is sounding like an arrangement almost. When you get to a point where you are scheduling sex, you're not supposed to schedule sex. You this is your husband. This ain't no um jump off. This is your husband, and you got a schedule. Oh, let me pencil you in on Wednesday um, at 5 o'clock. How's your schedule looking, hun? Oh, no, I actually have an audition at 5. Can we do Thursday at 9 p.m.? You know, maybe we could do dinner because I really have a block that's in, That type of shit. So you already know then, if you walk in this man only once per week, who's making love? Okay, you heard the song. Why you out making love, nigga? You over here and saying, "Well, I already, she already know we are gonna fuck." So I n- listen. Free game alert, young girls. Let me tell you something. If they are fucking you on specific days, please understand. Don't get excited when, oh, I know he was waiting for me because you know, uh, Trigger alert, this is getting grown tonight. It's gonna be a little grown, it's not gonna be vulgar, but it's gonna be a little grown, it's gonna be a little adultish. So, I want you to understand that. Shout out Spotify, it's not gonna disrespect anybody, but we're gonna be a little adultish. This is a nighttime pod, this is for the grown folks, okay? But that being said, um, uh, because he Seem to arrive at his ending a little quicker than usual. Oh yes, because he was waiting for me. He held it for me, baby girl. He probably held that shit by twenty four hours. I said what I meant. He held it for about twenty four hours, and there you go, or forty eight hours enough to build up. Cause trust me, I was raised around a bunch of male cousins, god brothers, brothers. Listen, uncles. And they gave us so much game too. That's why we are so scarred <laughs> when it comes to the fellas. Because we know when they're telling us certain things. We already know because we've been fed the game. Okay. Spoon fed too so we can digest that shit. It wasn't shoved down. It was spoon fed. Okay. So those are some of the, 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 the flags that I got with her. And he was a runaway away boy. She met him on the bus, stop, stuck on the lollipop. Gave him a ride home. Don't it sound like Phaedra and Apollo? He had just got out. She saw him in traffic. And when she found out where he lived, he was embarrassed. But she told him not to be embarrassed. You know what? You know what? Just just so you know not to be embarrassed, let me go ahead and give you this. You know what I mean? Let me put this on you. Because I need me a little bit right now. I know you need something. You just got out. You know what I mean? That part. So, that's Corey and Tia. Let's move on. To Miguel and Nazanin. I think her name was uh, Melagoli, And this is another red flag. This is another warning. This is another caution. 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 Do not move forward. Do, do, Do not move forward. If... You marry these dudes and don't change your last name. That's not a part of the game. The game is you give it up. You give it up. Ladies, you give it up. No hyphen. No um, sometimes on this paperwork, but on this paperwork it that. There. no. There's no compromise to that. You give it up. The last name is the man's last name. I said what they meant. And a lot of you feminists, a lot of you, you know, you're going to be saying, come on, Kiwi, don't play playing like that. Uh, uh, No, I'm very serious. It's a jinx. I know I did it. What you thought? You thought I was going to be like, oh, I'm like, I'm judging y'all. I'm putting out. No, it's a jinx. Everybody i ever known with a hyphenated name, it never lasted. It never lasted because that's not a full all t- like we say ten toes down. That's not a ten toes down. That's a I'm gonna put like this foot right here. But I'm gonna hold this foot back. I'm gonna hold like this last name. But I'm pick you know certain on the light bill. You know I'm gonna put it in that name because in case I I get a lean in the water bill, then it'll just be in that name. I can open it in another in my maiden name. No, no. Take the man last name. That's a sign right there. Kim Contracy West. I Said what I meant. Tamar I never took Vince. We don't even know. Damn, I forgot what Vince last name them is. She kept Braxton. So, and I'm not saying that that has I'm saying it's a jinx. That's what I'm saying. In my opinion, it's very strange. Okay, now Miguel and Nazanid. Now, Miguel and Nazarene, to me, I felt like even when they did get married, I didn't think it was going to last because they had dated too long. And I got this from the old school. Um, And the old school is school. Let let me just put it out there. The old school is the school. Everything that you branched out from actually has fucked us all up. And it's unfortunate, but it's true. Old school is the school. And things... Even when things shut down, notice when it's hurricane season, tornado season, uh, earthquake season, wherever it is where you live. When and I can go by Florida. When it's hurricane season and they prepare you for when the power's gonna go out and certain things are gonna happen. Guess what you go to? Guess what you revert to? You got it, boys and girls. You revert to the old school. You revert to the school. You revert to where you're supposed to revert to. And that is the beginning. Because those things are what? Fundamental. They can be used any time. Anything they never get. What? Say it with the class. Oh, but that's another bill for another day. Okay? So let's get back to this. Okay, let me get back on the road because y'all know I will pull off on the side of the road. But y'all know, say it with me, when I pull back on the road, it all goes with the drive. That's right, boys and girls, we keep moving forward. So, you know, um, with Miguel and um, Nazanin, what I was referring to is, I said all that to say, old school told you, when you courted too long without that man making a commitment, it allowed them the chance to do what? Yeah, I'm going to go old school again. Shout out to my grandma, my mama, and all of the, and my great grandmas, my aunties to get the cow f- for free. Let me say it again to get the cow for free. You didn't have to buy, he didn't have to buy the milk. That's what they said because he got the cow for free, he got this whole, whole lot. I can get milk anytime I want. Why would I buy milk? When I got the cow. I can go pull on this titty and get milk anytime I want. Now, is it Figurative or literal? Come on, don't be crazy. It's of course figurative, but it's actually literal at the same time. Because they're saying, why would I make these steps and court her in a certain manner when I'm getting everything I have to get without even putting a ring on it, without making a commitment? She's giving it all to me. She's cooking for me. She's serving me in bed. She's talking about my She me that. She's doing it all. She doing it all. Brand new socks and drawers. She cleaning the house. She going out. She getting the bacon. She coming back. She cooking it up. Because guess what? With Nez and, Nina and Miguel, she was actually the breadwinner too. In the beginning, she was working in retail and she had a management position. She was working also. I think um in different like I think she would have like little videos and stuff like that. So she was actually the breadwinner while he was trying to make his way through music. He was a filming um, major when it, he was like 19 years old when they met. Okay? um, In the filming business. She was in the filming business as well as in I think retail management or something to that effect. Okay? Now she actually was with um, she, she met him I want to say when he was filming a video. And she met him that night. Now I remember the story being told when she told the story that the first night they met You know, she got really drunk she threw up. They ended up, he cleaned her all up and everything, She and she did give it to him, I think she went on uh, Angela Yee's, what, lip service, I think she went on their podcast, and said that, don't quote me on that, because I'm not sure if that was the podcast, but I know she went on a platform, and I remember her being interviewed, and she did make the statement that, you know, she gonna win that, you know, she got grown, you know, we grown, I, I want something, you want something, or she probably thought she wanted something, because she had a damn drunk, you know, the Gucci was like, man, somebody better take care of this, you know, when the hit is in the system, ain't no telling what I fuck with like this one, okay it is what it was now that being said she ended up with him from that point forward now there have also been it's also been stated that he married her wife while um I mean that it's also been stated I'm sorry that she actually knew i you know I'm not new had someone at the time okay Supposedly, she broke up with the person. After she broke up with the person, they linked back up and they got back together, and that was in like September um 05. I don't know about that, cause like I said, she did say that the first flight they met. So I don't know. I don't know, Nazanin. That's a little, you know, like I said, you can take a fact, you can take a fiction. I'm just gonna make sure I say it in the perfect diction. So they got linked back up, went on a date. And then pretty much was together from that point. Um, she was the breadwinner, and they was together. But they always stayed breaking up. They always stayed like on again, off again, on again, off again. Because he was supposedly a late bloomer. If you see old um, interviews of Miguel, Miguel always said that he was a late bloomer. That I, I would take that as he didn't. He said he didn't get you know really started until college. I would take that as him saying basically that he was a virgin until high school. Okay? I mean, until out of high school. My apologies. Until college. And then he just got buck-ass wild like, ooh, he, he was like pussy everywhere. Everything. Oh. He was like on Stevie Wonder and kids like skyscrapers and everything like in New York. Skyscrapers. Oh, look at that. Look at this one. Look at that one. Big one, short ones, tall ones, skinny was one, You know, BBL ones. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know exactly but yeah that's pretty much what it was and he even you know he self admitted that he he said that he was a wild animal after that that's why that's another reason why he named i think one of his albums was wild or wild of something but i know wild was in it the name of one of his albums and that was the reason why okay because he was saying that they kind of fit the lifestyle that he was living at that time And he did say the longest that they had been broken up. Listen to this shit now. Uh, Flags. Caution, caution, caution. Danger, danger. Do not proceed. Do not proceed forward. The longest they had been broken up was a year. And although he loved her during the year and he did miss her at times, he was not in love with her. He always loved her during the time that they were broken up. Like, when I was over here fucking um, all these hoes. I still love her. I wasn't in love with her because I was too busy jumping in and he wasn't over here. Okay? So, after a while they, you know, they ended up getting back together. Um, I think like November 2012 he decided, okay let me show some kind of Commitment to her because every time I made the awards, even when I fell my ass off the stage on BET, I'm trying to do my little dance under my influence. Uh, in my opinion, allegedly, so they say in these streets, it wasn't me that said it, Miguel. They said it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if that was the truth, but they say that that may have been a reason that you ended up flipping and falling. Okay, and it could have been the karma. Find a way that you were doing um, Nazanin, but that's either here nor there. Let's move forward so in 2012 they got the Match infinity tattoos on their ring finger ladies another flag caution danger 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 do not take a tattoo on a ring finger as a substitute for a commitment to God in front of family and friends under God with an exchange of rings placed on your finger as the same thing that ain't shit because a tattoo can get a cover up rings you get behind and get you some money I just said what I meant <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happened like in 2012 okay then move forward um he was saying that he wasn't kind of ready yet cause he was like you know, he knows that if he gets married, he would want to start a family. And if he started a, fa- start a family, he would know he would want to be there. He would want to be home with his kids for three years. And he just didn't see himself doing that at the time. And because he was way too selfish at this point. That's what he was saying. That was in 2015. Okay. So then after 16 years, he proposed to um her. And they ended up um getting married. And after they got married, I think it was what a couple of years later, and he ended up not, you know, they ended up being separated or whatever. Okay. Then, February of this year, I think they ended up getting back together again. They reconciled because remember. After he was like, you know, after the infinity tattoo in, in 2012, and then he came out with that crap in 2015, talking about, oh, I will have to be home with my kids. I'm not ready for a family. I'm too selfish and all of this. So after that, he ended up opposing to her. Then some woman popped out and said that she had met Miguel at a um a a concert and that she told him that she used to get off to, she whispered to him and told him she used to get off to his music and that he reached in her shirt and pulled out her her, her breast and, and looked disgusting I'm sure he did look disgusting because he probably was sweaty and stinking and he probably was on E or whatever the hell I said what I meant allegedly in my opinion or whatever he was on if he even did some crap like that and of course Nazanin stood beside him that's my man I'ma stand beside him she stood beside him and the next thing you know, they were separated. They got back together and then in February of this year, decided, you know, I love you. It's whatever. We ten toes down. And now as of October 4th of this year, eight months later, she has seen irreconcilable differences. What is the same? What is what about these two are the same? I want you to think. Not. Our last case study for tonight for FNF Red Flash Karma uh, edition of the Sunday Pop-Up is Tom, I'm sorry, Tom and Giselle, we already know what that is. Tom, let me just do his real short. Giselle said, we made a pact. You told me to hang up the modeling. I did my last little run show. I did I, I, a runway show. I, I went out there with my little t shirt on, clapped. All my girls came out there. And, you know, they was my hollerback girls. I went ahead, I hung it up. I came in. I started dealing with the kids, doing little companies and products and everything. Now I'm worth damn near half a billion dollars. You were just about as close as me. So I said, you know what, we got these kids to raise, go ahead, and now it's your turn to do your part of the bargain and retire so we can raise kids together and then we can just travel all over the world and let the kids go off to college or boarding school or whatever they're going to do, give them their little allowance like rich people do and let them live their life and pray to God they don't get caught up in drugs in the bush. Man. And he said, I renege on the deal. I love the ball. I love the boys. I love my trainer. I said what I meant. Allegedly, in my opinion, I ain't leaving them niggas. Two more years. Now, what he did to try to fool Giselle or make Giselle say, okay, he is sort of keeping the bargain, is this time he only signed a two-year contract, and at immediately at the end of this two-year contract, he has a contract already set up and ready to go for him to be a commentator on FSN, okay? On the Fox Sports Network. So, all she has to do is wait two years, but it's the principality of the thing Giselle is saying, because, nigga, you and me sat down and we discussed this, and we said, at this point in my career, I will start with the modeling retire, at this point, you will start with the footballer retire, because we want you whole, we don't want you with CTE in here, locking us up, and in the rules, and threatening our lives, and we having to call nine one 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 and having to talk you down, because you are snapper, because you don't know been I mean, hit so many times at an at a age, Oh, you know been I mean, broke up, and now I gotta roll you around the wheelchair, and play Diary of a Mad White Woman, or you something happened to you, and then I gotta be feeding you through a tube for the rest of your life because that's when you could have easily gotten out when you were healthy. That's what she is thinking. So she's saying anything can happen in these two years. I'm not taking the extension. You did not ask me for the extension. I'm like, I'm not going by the extension. Divorce. So he didn't believe it. They've been staying in separate houses for several months now. Everybody saw that. I told y'all the other night when them kids went run down that field and was down there and Giselle was nowhere in sight. Giselle did the hood chick chick to his ass. She pulled up to the stadium, said, Y'all know where y'all daddy be at. Run through there, go get Uncle Chester and go tell him to take y'all down there to the field to y'all daddy. I'll be back. That's what that is. So, Tom, shame on you because you did not keep your part of the bargain. The part of the bargain was she retired, you retired, y'all finished raising the kids, y'all travel together. You have you uh, your podcast. That's why you started the podcast. But that was enough for you. That was enough for you. That was enough for you. You still felt the need, the speed, the greed to go out there and throw another ball to get a, get another win, see another receiver. Did it? That's what because he's still there. In the words of Shannon Sharp, with these football players or any of the athletes, they have to get tired of going to practice, tired of going to meetings, tired of reviewing film, tired of going to training, tired of um the RTA, the OTAs. They gotta get tired of it. I don't want to do that shit no more. That's getting on my nerves. Oh, I'm too old for this. They gotta get there. He's not there yet. And she's not understanding that because she's saying when you get broke up, when they get tired of your ass out here trying to act like you the man, Steal the man, and they ready to take over, and you steal any young kid's way, and they break your ass up like how they did. Brett Favre, I said what I meant, and it was a bounty on him. I said what I meant, that's real. That's not allegedly, that's fact, okay? When they do that, then what? Now, I'm going to be the one stuck taking care of your ass? Nah, we ain't doing that, bruh. I'm out. So, that's what's happening. I hope. With them, I don't think she fucked it free. I think she's forever not free because he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he went and hired him an attorney, but he like, Giselle, you're going to get over it. Come on, babe. Come on. You already know I love the game. I got this season, next season, and I go to Fox. Relax. I'm not going anywhere. So I'm actually hoping in, 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 Praying for them to actually stick it out because, Jazelle, you don't stuck it out this damn long. You already knew who you married. You knew who this man was. You knew his love for the game. Sit your ass out Where you going? I mean, you are saying You could go anywhere. You are beautiful and all that great stuff. But, girl, sit your ass down and let that man raise some kids. He, you ain't, he ain't cheating. He ain't doing nothing. The whole is football. You want to get mad? Kick the football. Every time we bring the football, I want to kick that whole ass. Kick it, kick kick, kick it. Kick him. But and I know you've been there in the in, in the stands. You've been there with every every step of the way. I you've been a supporting spouse, yes. And you want to do something else? You want to travel because you're used to that because you are internationally known, the most popular model, the goat of model, uh Naomi Campbell. But you know what I mean. It is what it is. So sit your ass down, Giselle. Leave. Tom alone. You know what it is. Wait these this next year and a half. He gonna be a damn commentator on on Fox Sports Network. And that is that. Sit your ass down. Now, with Emmy and Nia, we're gonna run through quickly because I told y'all that to me was a bunch of crock. I don't even feel like that should have even happened because that was an HR decision. It shouldn't have been brought out. It's just... A black man get caught up with a white hoe who supposed to be Mormon and she want to hide it. But if y'all saw life out the lockup, them little Mormon hoes, they be all up in the sex toy shops and all that. They they some the undercover freaks, but they probably be undercover freak for their man. That's why that damn vice president of finance got mad because he know that that freak that she was giving his ass up in the Mormon bedroom, she was giving up in the Nigerian bedroom too. And whatever the hell tricks that she do, because if you ever saw Lamar in the, in the little chick that he married on Life the Lockup, even though there's a black couple, all her friends were white Mormons, and them little hippos was little freaky deekies. Okay, and whatever she was doing in that bedroom for him, for my man, she was doing for M.A. Okie shout out to the motherfucker Corey Holcomb. Okay, shout out to Corey Coleman. So, Nia, I mean, listen, what red flags can I say? She met him in um, February of two thousand eleven. Um, she was there filming in Boston. He was playing at the time with the Sacramento Kings. Okay, they were introduced by friends, and then later on, when he was interviewed, they asked how they feel to be, you know, dating someone like Nia Long, and he basically stated she's a beautiful woman. Everyone keeps telling me how lucky I am. Um. And I think it was the Portland Tribune that he did the big interview in. And said basically, you know, um, she very seasoned. So I don't know if she, you know, and she trendy, so she probably put that little whiny, whiny, whiny. Okay, she put a little whiny whiny on his hand. That motherfucker said she was seasoned. Because he she was 39 at the time and he was 32. So here we go. The look the age gap a little bit, you know, a little bit bigger with this one than it was with Tia or um with um with Tom, so and and Giselle. so then um after he got after she got with him, he got cut okay, and then he wasn't really playing anywhere, and then he ended up going to Spain okay. He ended up getting him um well not not automatically. Um in January two thousand eleven he was cut from the Spurs. And he had a home in Portland at the time, but he was staying, his mom was staying there. So while his mom was staying at the house, he was like, you know what? My mama at this house. This is my house, but my mama stay here. You know, I know what? Why don't I just come to Hollywood and move with you? Yeah. Why don't you do that? Okay. Y'all listen very carefully. Basketball player, Sacramento Kings, got the out there in Portland, he got cut from the Spurs, and uh, that's, you know, it's in my name, but, you know, my mama there, and I want us to be able to be together, so let me come on over to you. So, ended up going to her, okay? Then in November 11, that's when she gave uh, birth to Keds Sunday, okay? she Keds, because she said it was a name she heard. That sounded like a name she would here in Trinidad and Sunday because it's his middle name and his dad's name, okay? And um, after that, that's when he ended up going to the La Le Spain League, and she decided that um, no, she the baby was I think what two months old at the time. Okay, so he wanted her to send the son there or bring the son there. She decided, no, nah, I'm gonna just chill and wait. He's too young, and she already had stuff that she had going on. Plus, she had an older son with the actor um, Marcy um. Marsai, um, see Dorsey, who dropped his ass out here acting like he, like MA breaking up with both of them. Oh, we're going to support him, and he's going to be here in our family forever. Don't listen to her. Than she know that she know you need to sit your ass down and let this man keep this big ass contract that he's losing because trust me, he done messed around with the wrong Karen. Because this Karen is a Mormon, and she is the Mormon wife of the Vice President of Finance. Neck up the knee, just the check. The vice president of finance, he cuts the check. What the hell are you doing? That's basically the boss. I might forget to write your check for the rest of this week, niggas. The rest of this year, the rest of your life, niggas. That's what he's saying in his head because he already warned y'all. I already know you over there getting a the nigger stick. I need you to stop doing it. Leave it alone. Bring your ass home. Take care of our kids and we will forget all about it. And that's only because he was doing this shit. Because let's be clear. If he is a basketball... Look what happened to Steve Nash. Steve Nash was playing and the mom was a coach. Was putting it in his wife's life. Shout out to Corey Holcomb. Nobody bringing that story back up. That's why you had Stephen A. Smith and all these guys coming out saying, What? This happens all the time. He in there saying, push, push, push. And the baby said, the baby come out saying, when when the baby came out saying, wah, Okay, Missy he came out doing the damn walk. This ain't no Nash, baby. This how John saying. This our James. James. That's what happened. So this happens all the time. So let's be clear. it happened to Nia all the time. Cause Nia done been with Chris Weber. She been with Peter Thomas. And y'all know Chris Weber couldn't even stay with he, went with Ty- he was with Tyrell um now, years and then he couldn't commit to her. Now he married, sanctified, holy filled spirit, you know, all that. Yeah, that Chris Weber. Okay. Peter Thomas, he had Cynthia Bailey. Cynthia Bailey picked this dusty Jamaican Rastafari ass up and ended up. He opened it and closed their there bars left and there right and it was on her watch, on her dime. Okay? So a lot of these guys that she gave Marci, um C. Dorsey, who you heard it say they've been with him? Uh, okay, I'll wait. Now, after he, he went to Spain, he ended up coming back. Um, Two years later, he came back from Spain. Um, He ended up moving back with her and then in 2013, he ended up dumping her for a lady by the name of Alicia, um, Alicia DeForest, who supposedly was a longtime friend of his and they were talking about it in the news. Oh, I think they're going to move together. They've been knowing each other forever and all this great shit. Okay. So what am I saying? What is true about all three of these situations? One, the woman was the breadwinner. Two, she met him when he was not doing as good as she was, but she still uh, um, considered that relationship. Three, the guy was known to pretty much mess around, but she's still stuck in there with him. Regardless of the fact of even knowing whether he did or not, she's still stuck beside him. And... That is the issue that we have that is going on. It's the death of the ride or die. Ladies, at this point, is it even worth it anymore for us to ride or die for these fellas if this is what we're going to get 14 years in, 16 years in, 20 years in, is the same thing. Is it even worth it for us to consider fellas who are making less than, who have not built themselves up yet, has not established themselves yet, do not have their own place, their own career, a successful career, if they don't have a certain credit score? Is that making us gold diggers or is that making us have requirements and have have, uh, standards that we live by and that we accept and to that I truly say
1: ride right or die days are over hang it up every time it was supposed to be ride or die and die. every time it was ride or die, die every time I die it was never ride it was just die and I'm not doing it no more uh-uh. don't ask me to be no ride or die Baby, my daughter is over. Hang it up. Every time it was supposed to be ride or die, then die. Every time it was ride or die, die. Every time I die, it was never ride, it was just die. And I'm not doing it no more. Uh-uh. Don't ask me be no ride or die. The end.
0: And that is the lesson for tonight. This has been the Hot D. Johns Experience. It's your girls, Kiwi305954. And I love experience with you. Make sure you follow your girl, Hot D. Johns. H O T D J O H N S on Twitter on Facebook on Instagram I love you. peace yeah I'm gonna end it just like that put God first handle your business so your business don't handle you woo